0: The art of stealing is a dangerous profession, but for some people, it's simply a way of life. There are petty thieves who take small items, but others, like the ones on this list, prefer to go big in very unconventional ways. These are the five most daring and intelligent heists ever committed. 5. Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum Heist The Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum first opened in Boston, Massachusetts in 1898. Gardner was a socialite and prolific art collector. Her vast collection of precious paintings, art pieces, and artifacts are all left on permanent display inside her museum for the public to see. On the night of March 18, 1990, two police officers knocked on the doors of the museum and they told the security guard on duty that they were responding to a disturbance call. The guard knew he wasn't supposed to let anyone in, but was unsure whether that rule applied to police officers, so he let them enter. Once inside, the two guards on duty were promptly tied up and brought down to the museum basement, where they were handcuffed and duct-taped to the pipes, while the thieves helped themselves to the artwork. With the museum only equipped with a motion sensor, investigators were later able to retrace the steps the thieves had taken. They first went upstairs to the Dutch Room and proceeded to approach Rembrandt's self-portrait. When the alarm sounded, they promptly smashed it. They then began pulling certain paintings from the wall and cut them from their heavy frames. Among the precious artworks stolen, including paintings by Rembrandt including the Storm of the Sea of Galilee, which is said to be the only Rembrandt seascape in existence. An ancient Chinese goo from the Shang Dynasty as well as a bronze eagle were also stolen. In total, the two thieves took off with 13 pieces of art estimated to be worth over $500 million. The act itself was completed in 81 minutes, and it's believed the thieves made two trips to their car while hauling the stolen artwork. Even more compelling is that there's no obvious reason as to why the artwork was stolen in the first place. Detectives could never figure out why these particular artworks were picked out when in fact other more precious pieces were left untouched. To this day, no arrests have been made in relation to this theft. The FBI said they knew the identities of the thieves themselves and believe it may have something to do with the mob and even the IRA. Several leads proclaiming the artworks to be in Ireland were also pursued, but so far, no one has been named directly. As for the museum, they had initially offered a $5 million reward for the recovery of the paintings, and have since increased that to 10 million for the duration of 2018, still hoping that someone will come forward, leading to the return of the precious items. Today, the empty frames and displays that once housed the art still remain in place inside the museum. Number 4 Japanese Bank Robbery. On December 10, 1968, one Japanese robber made history by stealing close to $2 million all by himself in broad daylight and against four people. And for a long time, this was considered as one of the largest robberies ever committed in Japan. It was a cold and rainy day in December, and four employees from the Nihon Ginkgo Bank were heading out to transport close to 300 million yen stuffed in metal boxes. These were intended to be bonuses for the employees of Toshiba's Fuchu factory. Usually the same car would only contain two people, but security was tighter this time since the bank had received several bomb threats in the previous days, and they wanted to make sure that the money would be secure. As the car drove away from the bank and got close to the Tokyo Fuchu prison, it was stopped by a young police officer on a motorcycle. He approached the vehicle, explaining to the employees that their bank manager's home had been blown up and that their vehicle was the next target, so he needed to check it for dynamite. As the four employees got out, the cop checked underneath the car. Suddenly, there was smoke and flames coming out from underneath, and the officer rushed out, yelling for them to take cover, because the car was about to explode. In a panic, the four employees ducked down into the nearby prison walls but the smoke and flames, as it turned out, came from a signal flare that the young cop had ignited. As the employees hid, the thief then took the bank's vehicle with the money and simply drove off. At some point, he abandoned the truck and transferred the money to several stolen vehicles in an effort to conceal his getaway. The employees were confused to find out that they had been tricked by the young man. They also later discovered the bank's manager's home wasn't bombed And the story had all been a hoax. During the investigation there were 120 pieces of evidence left behind by the criminal, but none of these led to an arrest as most were ordinary items left behind to purposely confuse police. There were, of course, suspects. One was a 19-year-old man who was the son of a police officer, but he had died of potassium cyanide just days after the robbery had taken place. The death was ruled a suicide, and no money was found at the time of his death. The following year, another young man was suspected because he matched the description of the thief. However, this man was cleared when he provided a solid alibi. Another possible suspect, who was a friend of the previous one, was arrested for a different charge. During the time of the robbery, he would have been 18 years old and for some reason had a huge sum of money. When asked how he had come by it, He did not provide any answers. After seven years with no arrest, the statute of limitations against the crime had expired, and the criminal was free to tell the story without any legal repercussions. However, even until now, no one has come forward about the crime. Although other robberies have been committed with bigger loots, this $2 million robbery continues to live on in Japan's history as one of the most daring heists ever conducted. Number 3. Harry Winston Heist An estimated $113 million worth of jewelry. That's the amount the Harry Winston Jewelry Store in Paris had lost in two separate robberies that occurred just a year apart. The first happened in October of 2007. Four men disguised as decorators went inside the store at around 10 a.m., Once there, they threatened staff and then they tied them up. They then forced the manager to disengage the alarm and open the safe. In just half an hour, they had taken close to 360 items of jewelry, including 120 watches that had an estimated price of 32 million euros. A little over a year later in December of 2008, the exact same store suffered another devastating and brazen robbery. Four men, three of which wore women's wigs and women's clothing, burst into the store at around 5.30 p.m. on a Thursday, whizzing past the guards. Once inside, they pulled out handguns and began threatening and hurting employees, as well as customers, into the corner. The men threatened them at gunpoint, and although no one fired a shot, some staff were said to have been assaulted. Meanwhile, the other robbers began collecting the loot, going through the store displays and nearly clearing out all of the items. They took rings, brooches, necklaces, and luxury watches. They also seemed to have had personal knowledge of the store since they knew where the secret storage boxes were located or referring to every staff member by name. Just 20 minutes after they had first entered, they had nearly emptied the entire store resulting in a haul worth an estimated 71 million euros. In 2009, police managed to recover 19 rings and a few items totaling 20 million, they were found hidden inside a drain in a Parisian suburb. The rest of the loot, however, has never been recovered. The heists were pulled off by different people, and over time, eight men have been brought to trial for their participation in the crime, and their sentences range between nine months to 15 years. This includes one of the security guards at the store who was caught in surveillance opening the door as the robbers exited with the loot, signifying that most likely it was an inside job. Number two, the Vacuum Gang. <laughs> Stealing doesn't have to involve complicated escape plans and elaborate setups. Some criminals keep it simple yet practical. That's exactly what the group, dubbed as the Vacuum Gang, has decided to do. Since 2006, this group of thieves have successfully targeted 15 Monoprix supermarkets stealing money that totals close to 600,000 euros. Monoprix is a French supermarket that has a unique cash storage system in place. The store delivers their money into a safe by having the cashiers place it in envelopes and then funnel them through a powerful suction tube system. So instead of pulling guns or attempting to crack the safe itself, the thieves decided that if they simply drilled a hole in one of the delivery tubes and then use a powerful vacuum themselves, they could interrupt the process and gather the money envelopes much faster. This is exactly what they did, and as a result, they managed to successfully rob 15 supermarkets, the latest of which gave them the chance to loot 150 money envelopes containing 70,000 euros. Even though they were caught in surveillance doing so, they could not be identified because of the ski masks they were wearing. Oddly, over the course of the several years that this has been happening, Monoprix never bothered to change their delivery system. Until now, the French police still have no clue as to who are behind this simple and practical stealing scheme, and Monoprix shows no signs of changing. Number 1. Banco Central Burglary Just like in the movies, the theft at the Banco Central in Fortaleza, Brazil was done on a massive and grand scale. It was Monday, August 8, 2005, when the Federal Police Bureau received a call from the bank's employees. They told them that a robbery had taken place, and thinking it was just a simple case of missing office items, they arrived on the scene only to find one of the world's largest bank robberies had been committed. Over the weekend, the bank's vault had been raided and close to $70 million in old banknotes had been taken by the thieves. However, the covert operation didn't just happen overnight. In fact, it had been started several months prior. Three months before the incident, the thieves rented out a commercial property in the business center of Fortaleza. They renovated it, putting up a front stating they were a landscaping company that specialized in natural and artificial grass and plants. On a daily basis, neighbors would see various men loading up truckloads of dirt and taking it away from the company. The thieves made sure their front was well covered and unquestionable, and they even advertised their business and gave away promotional baseball caps. But in actuality, they were slowly tunneling towards the bank vault that was located about two blocks away. The operation was tedious, and it showed that the robbers knew exactly what they were doing. There were sophisticated GPS systems as well as engineering and mathematical equipment to help them navigate. The group tunneled 256 feet under two city blocks. The tunnel they created was also sophisticated, measuring 2.3 feet wide and running 13 feet underneath the surface. It was lined with wood and plastic and contained a crude but functioning air circulation system for ventilation. Once they reached underneath the bank's vault, they then broke through three and a half feet of reinforced steel and concrete to get in. No one knows for sure how they broke through the vault and what methods they used, as there were no explosions heard around the neighborhood. Inside, they only took cash money and old bills. These were bills taken out of circulation, either to be incinerated or replaced with new notes, so the bills weren't numbered and are therefore untraceable. About three and a half tons of cash were taken out and for some reason, the alarm never triggered. It wasn't until that Monday morning when the bank robbery was discovered by the employees. Before abandoning their hideout in front, the robbers also sprinkled burnt lime into the room to make it difficult for police to secure fingerprints and track them down. Over time, however, several suspects have been arrested. Some of the masterminds were even found murdered, most likely in connection with the robbery itself. So far, authorities have only recovered $20 million out of the estimated $70 million that was taken. It remains as one of the most daring and intelligent bank heists ever committed in the entire world. So they were the five most daring and intelligent heists ever. From bank robberies to art thieves, these criminals now have a place in history. For them, having a good plan in place made the reward worth the risk and in some cases It seems to have even paid off. If you liked this video, then please remember to subscribe to our channel because every week we'll have a new Scary Mysteries video for you to check out. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next week.